For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Oh, my God! Oh, my You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Podcast number 256, we are going to go ahead and jump into the bowl previews. We're doing December 18th all the way through December 22nd. We're going to run through them super fast. Uh, As always, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, South's premier sports gambling destination. Go to tunicatravel.com for more information on all six of their incredible sports books. Head over to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, and you can follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Let's do this thing. Tuesday, December 18th, the Boca Raton Bowl, 6 p.m. ESPN. It's in Boca Raton, Florida, which is where FAU is. Mr. Lane Kiffin. And what a stark difference between what Kiffin tries to do and what Northern Illinois coach Rod Carey and Bill Clark from UAB try and do on their teams. That's right. Uh, Northern Illinois eight and five this year, seven and six against the spread. UAB ten and three, nine and four against the spread. The opening point total is forty three, and the line UAB is a two and a half point favorite. That was opening. They are currently a three point favorite, and the point total went up to forty three and a half. Uh, metrics will tell you UAB should be favored by point nine three points, so about one, about one yep. point, and the point total should be thirty five. That sounds about right. That's kind of what I was thinking. If I know these two teams, there aren't going to be a lot of points. Uh, two really good coaches. Rod Carey, 52-29 and 29 in six seasons. Bill Clark, 23-14. and 14. Both are pretty dang good against spread overall. Uh, Northern Illinois, 2-2 two and two against spread in their last four. UAB, 1-3 and three against the spread in their last four. Uh, one of those games they openly did not care about. Agreed. Another one was against Texas A&M. Well, yeah. Um they lost their quarterback towards the end of the season. He should be back, I think, for the bowl game. So that's uh, it, now obviously they've still got him listed as questionable and and whatever. But uh, with you know another week, maybe he should be back. We would think. So we'll see. Uh, yards per play, Northern Illinois, just awful. Not a lot. 
Not a lot. 4.56. They are number 126 out of 130 in the country. Uh, but as far as defensive yards per play, Northern oh, Illinois, number 16. 4.63 yards per play. Uh, UAB, they are 66 in the country, 5.74 in offense, uh, and 4.87. So they're number 24. Both really strong defensive teams. Uh, neither of them, they're both in the top 25 as far as giving up points. Um, Northern Illinois cannot score on anybody. They score 119, or they're, they're 119 out of 130 in the country, averaging 20.7 points per game. They they went 8-5 and five this year, won the MAC. And they actually give up more points per game than they score, which is pretty damn impressive, I think. Um, uh, turnover margin, Northern Illinois, dead even, zero. UAB is minus one. UAB played a significantly easier schedule than Northern Illinois did. Uh, theirs is 121 UAB. And Northern Illinois, number 71. Uh, I am going to go with Northern Illinois here. At plus three, and then I'm going to go under the forty three and a half. No, the under is the under is absolutely the play for me. That's the easiest play in the world. Yeah. Um, and then I'm I ride with Bill Clark. I'm in the tank for that guy. There there are few coaches in the country that I like to watch, that I follow, that I believe in, like I believe in Bill Clark. All right, so you are UAB minus three. I am Northern Illinois plus three, and we're both under forty three and a half. Let's move on. Let's jump into the next one. Wednesday, December 19th, we got the Frisco Bowl. It's in Frisco, Texas, 7 p.m., ESPN, Ohio, and San Diego State. It's kind of a fun matchup. Two old guys. I was about to say, yeah, I, I, I Rocky guess. Long is like 66 years old. Frank Solich is 73. Right, yeah, maybe seventy four. He's, he's up there. Ohio eight and four this year, seven and five against the spread. San Diego State seven and five and three and nine against the spread. And by God, I didn't put the last four against the spread on this one, so we just gonna have to guess. Uh, San Diego State actually did pretty good towards the end of the season, um, at, at least when it came to big time matchups. Right, so Fresno State like they lost it, but they covered the spread. Uh, the opening line here: Ohio minus three, and the point total fifty four. That has stayed. That that has stuck. Kind of makes sense. The metrics favor Ohio minus 5.85, so almost six points, and the point total 55, so right over that 54 line. Um, offensive yards per play, Ohio, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. On offense, they are number nine in the country, averaging right. 6.98 yards per play, but on defense, they give up 6.18, <laughs> and that is good for 105th in the country. San Diego State, the exact opposite. 5.51 offensive yards per play. Good for 81st in the country. On defense, though, they're number 27, giving up 4.97. Um, you know, it, look, San Diego State cannot score. They're number 112 in the country. 22.3 points per game. Ohio puts up 41.2. They are number 10 in the country. But San Diego State plays defense. I mean, they, they are 21.8 points per game. They're good for number 29. Ohio gives up 26.7. That's 62 in the country. Um, Rarely do we get a matchup that's best on best, worst on worst like this. Yeah, it's it's strange. San Diego State, minus three in turnover margin. Ohio, plus 13. Uh, strength of schedule, Ohio is 109. San Diego State, 75. But I... I think that Ohio's triple option, there's just not a lot of time here. Mm -hmm. 
I like Solich. Bowl games tend to matter to him. Uh, remember, they came out and absolutely walloped UAB in the, right. uh, in the Bahamas Bowl last year. And UAB had a pretty good defense. Yeah, I was about to say, that was a, that was a really I, good team. I think San Diego State, after losing their starting running back in the middle of the year, their starting quarterback middle of the year, they are finally like, okay, we're just done with this, and, and you're going to make us go from California out to Frisco, Texas. Yep. We don't care. We But Frank Solich, he loves these kind of spots. I'm rolling Ohio minus three here, and I'm going to go – I'm going to go under the 54, I think. Okay, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the same thing. And it's the reason is I think great offenses find ways to score on great defenses. But sometimes bad offenses, even when you're playing a bad defense, you can't score. Yeah, it's it's just sometimes it's just tough, right? You, yeah, you're just, you just don't have the dudes for it. So San Diego um, State likes to keep low-scoring games and whatnot, so they their unders have hit a lot this year. Um, and I don't think that changes, but I do think that Ohio can cover three. That's right. So let's uh, let's move on from that one. Let's jump into Thursday, December twentieth. <laughs> My favorite bowl name of all of them, the Gasparilla Bowl is the Bad Boy uh, Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Seven p.m. ESPN Tampa, Florida, December twentieth, South Florida, and Marshall. And I, we don't know if Blake Barnett's coming back on this one. That's right. We're not. We don't know. We yeah, and we probably won't know for a little bit. Uh, both teams are four and eight against the spread. Marshall was eight and four. South Florida seven and five. South Florida lost their last five games yeah. after starting out undefeated. Lost them all by double digits. As soon as Barnett went down, it was over. And so, and I, I think that he might be back for this one. Maybe. Um, it's in Tampa. South Florida's at home. Marshall kind of left a bad taste in your mouth after getting absolutely demolished by Virginia Tech in their last game of the year on uh, December 1st or 2nd or whatever it was. Um, I mean, offensive yards per play, like Marshall, 5.5, they're number 82 in the country offensive yards per play, but they're number 17 in defensive yards per play, Mm -hmm. giving up only 4.67. South Florida gives up 5.72, but they average 6.07 yards per play, and that's good for 45th. Um South Florida gives up 31.5 points per game on defense, and it's just like I, I would imagine Marshall is going to be able to score. Um, metrics will tell you Marshall should be favored by 2.3 points, which it's 2.5 uh, <laughs> on the and line. And, but, however, the point total is 47 according to the metrics. So My problem with the metrics are is, is what are they graining? How are they seeing South Florida? That's the problem. They're looking they are, at them they're as looking, a team. They're looking at South Florida all as year. for all all season. But if but if you if you take South Florida's numbers and you cut off what Blake Barmet didn't do because he wasn't there, and you look at their metrics just on the time that he was there, and you grade them differently, this is a whoa different a, team. a way different game. Which Everything I would, is. I would expect different. that that's why the point total went up, sure. and also why the uh, the line went down. So Marshall was favored by three, and they went down to two and a half. And the uh, opening point total fifty four moved up to fifty five and a half. I would say this: I think if if we get word, and we're recording this on Sunday, December afternoon, 9th. December ninth, yep. if you got word that Blake Barnett's going to play in this game, I bet this line changes. I mean, it could change four four points. I mean, they could they could drastically change. It. South Florida could end up being a favorite. Yeah, yeah, could easily yeah. end up being the favorite. If you like South Florida, get it now. Get I, it I would now. Do that. 
if you like Marshall, get it now. Yeah. Because no, no, that's right. No, sorry. If you, if you like, like Marshall, Marshall, wait. Wait, wait, because I think the line's on. But if you down. like South Florida, go on and, and hop down. on it now. Now, it's already jumped under the uh, the magic number that's right. of three. Um, but but Barnett's going to change that drastically. Yeah, I If he's I healthy do. any place. I like South Florida in this game. I'm gambling on the fact that Barnett coming back and being a difference maker and playing. I also like the over. I don't think either one of these teams are going to play defense. I think it's going to be a score. Okay. I, I think I'll go the opposite of you on this. I'm going to go Marshall. Okay. Um, I like Doc Holliday. I like what he does there. Uh, so I'm going to take Marshall minus the two and a half. I'm getting it under a field goal. And I'm going to go under the 55 and a half. Yeah. Oh, if Barnett doesn't play, I don't think we hit that. We don't get close to it because I don't think South Florida can can move the ball much. So I, I, I don't think – Marshall, I don't know, is good enough offensively to be able to score. But, I mean, they are number 32 in the country. They only give up 22 points a game. Yeah. Uh, so, even if Blake Barnett comes back, I think Marshall is going to be able to uh, to, to maybe hold him down a little bit uh, because I think these two teams are pretty equal. Probably. Pretty equal. All right. So, uh, so Marshall minus 2.5 for me with the under 55.5. You got South Florida yeah, plus 2.5 over 55.5. Let's move into Friday, December 21st. We got two games today. The Bahamas Bowl starts us off at 11.30 a.m. ESPN, Florida International, and Toledo. Jason Candle and uh, uh, Butch Davis. Sure. So, Florida International, 8-4 and four on the year, 9-3 and three against the spread. Toledo, 7-5, and 6-6 six and six against the spread. Both of these teams went 3-1 and one their last four games against the spread. Opening total was 67, and the line was Toledo minus 6. The current point total is 68, so it moved up a point, but it, the line stayed at 6. Both teams have gotten turnovers. Toledo plus 3 on the year, uh, Florida International plus 9. Uh, both of these are top 25 teams as far as offensive yards per play. Toledo, however, number 82 in the country, 5.88 on defensive yards per play. Toledo gives up 30.2 points per game. FIU only gives up 24.7. Uh, offensive points per game. Toledo, however, 41.1, number 11 in the country. And it, Jason Candle does that. Right? That's right. That's just what he does. He scores, scores, scores. Uh, FIU is only 34.6. They are good for 30, which is not bad at all. Um, what what The metrics have Toledo minus 6.13, so right on the number. And then the metrics have 68 points. So, I mean, it's I've, I've never seen anything like this. Normally, you got some some variants one way or another, but that's right. I'm I'm not going to pretend that I know everything about these teams that I follow them closely or anything. I like taking dogs in bowl games. I just think teams that have more time to prepare. I, I like. I think it. The more time you have to prepare for a team, it equals out the team. Yeah, I think it makes the the good teams. I don't know, lackadaisical. I, I, I'm not really sure. Maybe they overlook things. They overwork things. The bad teams seem to play up to standards. I like taking points. I'm going to take FIU here, and I'm definitely going under 68. That's I'm doing. Well, I, so you're going under 68. I'm going under 68. I'm taking FIU, and I'm going over the 68. That's yeah, a lot of points. It's a lot of points, but in, they both in the Bahamas, the, it's going to be perfect the, weather. Yeah, but they both get in the 30s. That's that's still a bunch. I mean, to get to 68, you got to. It, I mean, all you need is a 42-35 game. That's all you need is 42 points. That's just it. Well, it, But, I mean, Toledo averages 41.1. That's fine. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, they, that's fine. 
And and the defensive points per game, like neither one of them can stop anybody. It doesn't feel like so. Okay. You know, I, I'm going to run over. Points a lot. It's it's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. But uh, but we've seen offenses go crazy this year, and I I would think the same thing here, uh, especially with these two teams. They 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 just both offensive teams. I I like them. Second matchup on December twenty first, the Potato Bowl. What a terrible name. The the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, isn't that it? Yeah. 3 p.m. on ESPN. There's there's no game that night, that Friday night. It's kind of weird. Like, why, why would you have games during the day when people are still working? I don't – anyway. All right, so 3 p.m. ESPN. It's in Boise, Idaho, playing on the blue turf. BYU, 6-6 six and six on the year, but they're 8-4 and four against the spread. Western Michigan, 7-5 and five on the year, but they are 4-8 uh, and eight against the spread. Not good. Not good. Opening line was BYU minus 11, point total 48.5. BYU is now a 12-point favorite, and the line or the total is still at 48.5. Uh, BYU 4-0 and against the spread in their last four. Western Michigan 1-3 and against the spread in their last four. Metrics have BYU minus 9.14 with a point total of 55. That's a lot more than what the actual point total is from Vegas. What say you, buddy? Well, the, I, I'm going to go with BYU here. I, I think this is not equal matchups. Okay, Western Michigan, congratulations. You made a bowl game. BYU, better quality opponent than what Western Michigan played most of the year, I think. Yeah, strength of schedule, Western Michigan number 99 in the country, BYU number 65. Uh, yeah, I mean, at defensive yards per play, BYU number 20 uh, at 4.79. Western Michigan can't stop anybody. No. They gave up six yards of play. That's 96th in the country. Uh, Western Michigan gives up 33.3 points per game. BYU gives up 21.7. That's number 103 and number one or number 28, number 28, respectively. Um, yeah, I mean, I, Western Michigan's defense is atrocious. Uh, but they do score. Like, Western Michigan can score. But I don't know that they score against BYU. I think I like the 12 here. Uh, I'm going to go over the 48, though. Yeah, I would, too. And so 48 I'd, and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go over it as well. So so we are both BYU minus 12, and we are both going over the 48 and a half. As always, you can go over to bet on these games. Tunica, Mississippi, South's premier sports gambling destination. they got six incredible sports books. TunicaTravel.com is the place for you to go to go check that bad boy out. Let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's jump into Saturday, December 22nd, the Birmingham Bowl. Hometown team. That's right. Memphis getting a chance against the Power 5 team. It's 11 a.m. on Saturday, December 22nd, ESPN in Birmingham, Alabama. It's in Legion Field, the old trash fire that is Legion Field. Memphis 8-5 and five on the year. Wake Forest 6-6. Six and six. Memphis is 8-5 and five against the spread. Wake Forest is 4-8 and eight against the spread. Opening line was 2.5. Point total of 73.5. It's two defenses that can't stop nobody. Nope. Nobody, no sir. The current line is Memphis minus 5. It jumped 2.5 points already. Whew. Uh, Wake Forest. Well, no. Let's, uh, the, the, the point total is up to 74. It's only yes. going up half a point. Uh, that's a lot of points. Just a lot of points. Um, so, it's an early game. Memphis, number four in the country in yards per play, number 55 in defensive yards per play. Wake Forest, uh, 
number 78 in offensive yards per play at 5.5. Defensive yards per play, Wake Forest gives up 6.06. They're number 104. So Memphis across the board is better. Memphis averages 43.6 points a game. Wake averages 32.5. That's number 7 and number 40. In defense, both of them give up over 30 points a game. Number 93 for Memphis, number 102 for Wake Forest. Defense is a bad word in this game. Uh, Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Turnover margin, Memphis plus 4 on the year. Wake Forest minus 3. Uh, but Wake has looked a little bit better with this uh, with this new freshman quarterback. I was just about to say, though, their so. quarterback is not the same. I, I, I do like the way uh, Wake has been playing to finish the season out. Um, bet on them quite a bit. Did, did decent at the end of the year. Uh, well, I mean, they hammered Duke to close out the season. Oh, no, like 59-7. Yeah, right. no, they, they roasted Duke. At Duke. they here Here's my thing. Completely biased, but I think this Memphis team is rolling. I think they offensively are – Second to very few in in the country. I think they can score with anybody, on anybody. I'm going to take Memphis. I'm going to lay the five. I'm going over the 74.5. I think this is going to be one of the most exciting games to watch all bowl season. I think I agree with you. I am going to go, because the public is so on Memphis right here, I'm going to go Wake plus the five. I still think Memphis wins, but I think this is one of those that is a you know a field goal game because I like the Wake quarterback. I think both teams are going to score a lot, yeah, but too. 74 is a ton of points. It's an 11 a.m. game. I'm going to go under the 74 because that is just astronomical. That's a lot. Um, and and I've seen Memphis put up a whole bunch of points in like the first half, and then in the second half just mm. get completely you, shut down. You, you've only seen that against. One team. No, no, no. It's happened. It's happened multiple times. Well, those are against better defensive teams. Though. I, I do agree with that. I do. And, agree with that. and they were both the other. The only two times that I ever saw that happen. Well, three times this year. Twice against UCF, a a top ten team in the country, and then the other two times were against triple option teams that can just hold the football forever. This is not that. This is not that situation. You might have talked me into this point total thing. I like it. I'm I'm in. I'll go over the 74. The 11 a.m. thing is ridiculous. 11 a.m. is perfectly fine to be able to wake up. It's not like you're partying hard in Birmingham. I mean, you got a point there. It's like the Vegas Bowl here. (laughs) No, you're right about that. Anyway, I'm in. I'm excited about this game. I think we're going to look back on the bowl season, and non-biased, non-Memphis people are going to say that was one of the most exciting games of the year. I could I could get down with that. So I, okay, I'm gonna swap over. I'm going over 74. Sold. I'm still gonna go with Wake plus five because I still think it could end up being a field goal game. And Memphis doesn't kick a lot of field goals, so no. Wake's gonna have to make those odd numbers. Yeah, and that and and that'll be fine. Uh, but Wake <laughs> did play really well to end the year. No, they no they played great. This is so. not a knock on them. I think they're gonna score a lot of points. I, I just you just think Memphis is gonna score more? No, I don't think Memphis. If Memphis scores last and they win by a touchdown, it's over. I like it. I like it. That's okay. all I want in my life. So I got Wake plus five. You got Memphis minus five. We're both going over the seventy-four in the Birmingham Bowl. Let's jump into man. There's a few on December twenty-second. Let's see the Armed Forces Bowl, two thirty p.m. ESPN, Fort Worth, Texas, Saturday, December twenty-second. Houston and Army. Derek King is out. Ed Oliver is out. Houston is a shell of themselves. Kendall Browse might be the offense coordinator at Tennessee by the time this game rolls around. We'll see about that. Uh, Houston eight and four on the year, six and six against the spread. Army nine and two. Uh, sorry, ten and two now. 
Uh, I put these records out before. Yeah, before the Navy game. Da, 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 da. And then uh, Army now is 6-4-1 and one against the spread. They did not cover the 7.5 closing line against uh, Navy. Um, so, yeah, last last four, Army was, well, so I've got the last five for Army. They were 2-3 and three against the spread in their last five. Uh, Houston 1-3 and three against the spread in their last five. Army opened a five-point favorite. They are now a three-point favorite. And the point total is 67 and a half. It has moved down to 67. That is such a, this is such a weird line to me. Well, last year, so Army held the football last year in the, what was it, like the Poinsettia Bowl or, or whatever it was that they played San Diego State. They held the ball for 42 minutes of that game. Oh, no, it was more than that. It was like 45 minutes. It was 45 minutes. They, and, and the game it, it was, was close to 50, and they said they want to try to get 50. And it was 42, 42 to 36 that Army won last year. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Or 42, 35, something like that. So, it, like, it's a pretty high point total. Um, that's because San Diego State could do whatever they wanted to with Rashad Penny. They just scored as they fast scored as, as possible. They scored as fast as possible, and then Army just kept the football. Like, the whole time. I think the same thing could happen here. No. Because Kendall Browse likes to score quick, and Army is going to hold the football for This Army defense is different, though. This Army defense held Oklahoma and our to, Heisman Trophy winner to 21 to points. To 21 regular, regulation points. Well, here's the point, though. The defense coordinator has now gone to North Carolina. He's not yeah, going to coach in the bowl game. It doesn't matter. I don't know that that coordinator had a whole lot to do with it. I think the boys had a lot to do with it. Hey, you might be right. So, you might be right. And only having to play defense on like 23 snaps. That's true. Like, come That's on, true. man. The, the current line is Army minus three. Uh, the point total is sitting at 67. It went down half a point. I'm just trying to justify my thoughts, my feelings. I like Army in this game, and and I'm definitely go, I'm going under, under, under the 67. That's exactly what I'm doing. I, that I'm, is just too many points. Army's if Army holds the ball for 50 minutes, for 40 minutes, which they're probably going to do that. There's no, you can't you just can't math doesn't work that way. We're no, not you can't, we're not you getting can't score enough points to get there. points. No, I I think you're I think you're probably right. And I respect his defense a lot. Now the metrics say Army minus .94 points. I know. Uh, and the point total is 67, I know. which is dead I know. on the number. I, I'm, I'm definitely going against the metrics on, but, on the but this, side. But this all has to do with year-long statistics, That's right? That's right. So if Derek King ain't there and Ed Oliver ain't there, eh, you know. I mean, it. I, I think I think the point total will be much lower, and I like Army minus the field goal here. I, I mean, I think they're going to be able to put up points on Houston's defense, no problem. That's Houston's right. defense this year, oh, uh, I mean, they, they give up. 5.7 yards per play. That's 67 in the country. They give up 34.4 points per game. That's number 106. Not number good. 106. Not good. Uh, both teams about equal on on turnover margin. Uh, plus six for Houston. Plus five for Army. Army's played a more difficult schedule. Oh yeah. Army Not, number yeah. number 80 in Massey strength of schedule. Houston number 107. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston like their their offensive numbers are great, but that was with Derek King and. With them not having him, I just don't think they're going to be able to score as much. Uh, I like Army here. I think they're going to keep the football for 45 minutes in the ballgame. Right. Like I, I would love to see them go for 50, 50 minutes. That'd be a lot of fun. Next one up, let's talk about the Dollar General Bowl. 6 p.m. ESPN Saturday, December 22nd in Mobile, Alabama. Troy does not have to travel far for this one, my friend. However, Buffalo, they got to go a long way. 
Yeah, but they get out of Buffalo. They get out of Buffalo. And the farther away from Buffalo you are, the better. That is uh that is a good point. Buffalo ten and three on the year. They're nine and four Sorry against the spread. A good name of Buffalo and the Nah, we ain't got to worry about Buffalo. that. I don't know how many people from Buffalo are gonna watch this, but we love you guys if you are watching. Um, but we all Love's know you love a strong word. You'd rather be in in Mobile around Christmas time, and I I think that's a pretty it's common. close to a beach. It's dang close to a beach. It's not a great beach, but it's a beach. How dare you! Now I'm besmirching the good name of Mobile. Gulf, Gulf Shores is a fantastic beach. I love Gulf Shores. All right, uh, Troy eight and three, or sorry, eight three and one against the spread this year. Buffalo nine and four against the spread. Troy two one and one against the spread in their last four. Buffalo two and two. They lost the MAC championship after being up twenty nine to ten on Northern Illinois. How you give up twenty just points die. to Northern Illinois to lose the ball game? I just don't understand. I don't Quit. get it. Quit. Uh, Buffalo opened a three-point favorite. The uh, point total, 53-and-a-half, has stood still. The current line is Buffalo minus two-and-a-half. People love Troy. Neil Brown, real good as an underdog. He's, that's he, my guy. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I do, you know, both of them plus seven in, in turnover margin. Uh, both of them about the same as far as defensive points per game and offensive points per game. Uh, Troy lost their starting quarterback, Caleb Barker, middle of the year. The new guys come in, done pretty well. I was about to say, they haven't. They they look about the same. These these teams look almost identical, That's other right. than Buffalo has a six seven two hundred forty five pound quarterback, <laughs> Tyree right. Jackson. That is that's a big man. Yes, no. and he's and he's good. No, he's no, yeah, he's, he's going to be an NFL prospect. Yeah, he's good. But uh, Troy's defense a lot better, um, especially in points per game. I mean, they're number twenty three in the country. Uh, to 48 for Buffalo. I Okay. I'm going to go Troy. Okay. Plus the two and a half. It, the metrics say Buffalo minus two and point total of 53, which is right. Like, <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, I'm going to go Troy plus the two and a half because at home, Neil Brown is not going anywhere. They have figured out what to do with this... Uh, with this backup quarterback who is now in the starting role, um, I think they're going to have more fans. I think they're going to be more amped up for this one. This is a good bowl game. I mean, this is a good matchup. Nine and three, ten and three. Like this is good. I'll uh, I'll take Troy plus the two and a half. I will go. I'm gonna go under the fifty three and a half. I, I think Troy's going to play lights out defense in this game. Uh, I think they are going to take it as a. Uh, as a challenge. I'm taking Troy two and a half, plus two and a half. Love that pick. I have no feel at all for the over under. I'm I'm going over just because but I, I don't I don't know. Flipping a coin. It's like we'll just see. Okay. We'll see what happens. I gotta make a pick, I'm making a pick. Sounds good to me. Over fifty three and a half. All right. And last one. Last one for today. Saturday, December twenty second, the Hawaii Bowl. 9.30 p.m. ESPN, Honolulu, Hawaii. It's uh, it's the last college football game before Christmas. So, Louisiana Tech, Hawaii. Louisiana Tech went 7-5 and five this year, 6-6 six and six against the spread. Hawaii, 8-5 and five on the year, 5-7-1 and one against the spread. Both teams not so good to end the season as far as spread goes. Louisiana Tech, 1-3 in their last four. Hawaii, 1-2-1 one, one against the spread in their last four. 
Opening numbers were 57.5 as far as point total. Hawaii minus 1.5 was the opening line. It is now Hawaii minus 1, and the current point total is 60. It jumped 2.5 points. Does that surprise you at all? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I like the over in this game just because I think Hawaii can score. I think LaTeX going to score. Um, Louisiana Tech is not. I can see why the public is betting the over. Louisiana Tech averages 24.2 points per game. Yeah, but they don't get to play Hawaii very often. That is uh, that is true. That is true. Hawaii you know, what averages. Is, what is average teams against Hawaii? Uh, Hawaii gives up 35.4 points per game. Yeah. <laughs> Number 111 in the country. Yeah. So yeah, okay. they yes, you're right. Uh Louisiana Tech plus three in turnover margin, Hawaii minus nine. Um I mean, look, both of them like to throw the football. Uh Louisiana Tech, however, does not throw it nearly as far as Hawaii. No, they yeah, Hawaii's they're, definitely they're more of a dink and dunk. Take the top off the defense kind of yes. boomer bust uh, offense. Metrics have got Louisiana Tech favored by point three six, and the point total as far as the metrics go is fifty nine. So right on the number. I, again, never seen anything like this where games are just dead on the number. Well, I mean, the people making the number knows the metrics. I mean, that's just it. Yeah, they but obviously, all know. year long, you're able to find some that are like. Well, we found a few, and there's yeah, there's I mean, been I've a gone few. against them, but it's probably not yeah, smart. There's been a few, but at the same time, it's like man, every one of these is dead on it. Um, I like. So, metrics say Louisiana Tech. I'm going to go Hawaii minus the one here. Uh, I'm going to go under the 60, I think. No, I'm not. You can't. No, I'm going over the 60. Look, God I, bless look, I'm America. not going to pretend that I, I'm going to pay a whole lot of attention to the Hawaii Bowl. But <laughs> but I'm going to take the home team, and I'm going to take the over. Well, I figure, so there's going to be a lot of families getting together, yeah. right, on the Saturday before Christmas. And this will be the only football game on. Yeah, but I'm not. The Saturday before Christmas, I'm probably going to be doing, like, Christmas crap that I should have done <laughs> this week, but I'm I'm here instead. Are you an Amazon guy? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, there's not a person alive that's not an Amazon guy. That's a, So I didn't know if, it, if that was, like, your preferred method of Christmas shopping. Oh, yeah. I don't really like being around other people very much the older I've got. I've become <laughs> such a... I'm totally different than the person I was like just even three, four years ago. That's, that's um, same here. Yeah. Same here. Um, but I still get out and I still buy stuff. Yeah. That's, and I do the same thing, but most of my purchases come through uh, the mail now. UPS and FedEx, they uh, they love me quite a bit. There's packages at my door every day in December, it feels like. Just ridiculous. Uh, so who you got? You got Hawaii? I'm going Hawaii. I'm going over. Hawaii minus one and the over 60. And that is going to wrap up Saturday, December 22nd. All right, so on the podcast, we appreciate you guys listening. As always, head over to tunicatravel.com. Find more information on all six of the sportsbooks down in Tunica, Mississippi. We gave you all the information you need to go be a winner, so go knock that bad boy out. And uh, make sure you visit us over at winningcureseverything.com. You can... Follow us on Facebook and over at Twitter. That's at Winning Cures on Twitter. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and go check out the channel. YouTube.com slash Winning Cures Everything. Hit subscribe for us. We will see you guys the next go round. It's time for the rundown. 
Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time... Have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.